European Settlements After Spain sent Columbus on his first voyage to the New World in 1492, other explorers followed. The first Europeans to arrive in territory of the modern United States were Spanish conquistadors, such as Juan Ponce de Leon, who made his first visit to Florida in 1513. However, if unincorporated territories are accounted for, then credit would go to Christopher Columbus, who landed in Puerto Rico on his 1493 voyage. Spanish set up the first settlements in Florida and New Mexico, such as St. Augustine and Santa Fe. The French established their own as well along the Mississippi River. Successful English settlement on the eastern coast of North America began with the Virginia Colony in 1607 at Jamestown and the Pilgrim's Plymouth Colony in 1620. Many settlers were dissenting Christian groups who came seeking religious freedom. The continent's first elected legislative assembly, Virginia's House of Burgesses, created in 1619 the Mayflower Compact, signed by the Pilgrims before disembarking, and the Fundamental Orders of Connecticut established precedents for the pattern of representative self-government and constitutionalism that would develop throughout the American colonies. Most settlers in every colony were small farmers, but other industries developed within a few decades as varied as the settlements. Cash crops, including tobacco, rice, and wheat. Extraction industries grew up in furs, fishing, and lumber. Manufacturers produced rum and ships, and by the late colonial period, Americans were producing one-seventh of the world's iron supply. Cities eventually dotted the coast to support local economies and serve as trade hubs. English colonists were supplemented by waves of Scottish, Irish, and other groups. As coastal land grew more expensive, freed indentured servants pushed further west. A large-scale slave trade with English privateers was begun. The life expectancy of slaves was much higher in North America than further south because of less disease and better food and treatment, leading to a rapid increase in the numbers of slaves. Colonial society was largely divided over the religious and moral implications of slavery, and colonies passed acts for and against the practice. But by the turn of the 18th century, African slaves were replacing indentured servants for cash crop labor, especially in southern regions. With the British colonization of Georgia in 1732, the 13 colonies that would become the United States of America were established. All had local governments with elections open to most free men. With a growing devotion to the ancient rights of Englishmen and a sense of self-government stimulating support for republicanism. With extremely high birth rates, low death rates, and steady settlement, the colonial population grew rapidly. Relatively small Native American populations were eclipsed. The Christian revitalist movement of the 1730s and 1740s, known as the Great Awakening, fueled interest in both religion and religious liberty. During the Seven Years' War, in the United States, 
known as the French and Indian War. British forces seized Canada from the French, but the Francophone population remained politically isolated from the southern colonies. Excluding the Native Americans, who were being conquered and displaced, the 13 British colonies had a population of over 2.1 million in 1770, about one-third that of Britain. Despite continuing new arrivals, the rate of natural increase was such that by the 1770s, only a small minority of Americans had been born overseas. The colony's distance from Britain had allowed the development of self-government, but their success motivated monarchs to periodically seek to reassert royal authority. In 1774, the Spanish Navy ship Santiago, under Juan Perez, had entered and anchored in the inlet of Nutaka Sound. Although the Spanish did not land, natives paddled to the ship to trade furs for abalone shells from California. At the time, the Spanish were able to monopolize the trade between Asia and North America, granting limited licenses to the Portuguese. When the Russians began establishing a growing fur trading system in Alaska, the Spanish began to challenge the Russians, with Perez's voyage being the first of many to the Pacific Northwest. After having arrived in the Hawaiian Islands in 1778, Captain Cook sailed north and then northeast to explore the west coast of North America, north of the Spanish settlements in Alta, California. He made landfall on the Oregon coast at approximately 44 degrees, 30 minutes, north latitude, naming his landing point Cape Foulweather. Bad weather forced his ships south to about 43 degrees north before they can begin their exploration of the coast northward. In March 1778, Cook landed on Bly Island and named the inlet, quote-unquote, King George's Sound. He recorded that the native name was Nutuka, or Nutuka, apparently misunderstanding his conversations at Friendly Cove slash Yukote. His informant may have been explaining that he was on an island, Itchmi Nutka, a place you can, quote-unquote, go around. There may also have been confusion about Nuchanuluk, the natives' adonym named for themselves. It also may have simply been based on Cook's mispronunciation of Yukot, the native name of the place. Well, that'll make this that for now. Again, this is just a reading of Wikipedia. The words are not my own, uh, except for the mispronunciations, which I apologize for. I want to thank you for listening. I hope you will consider rating this silly project of mine so that I can better understand how to make a good product for you and so that others can find it too. Another crazy idea I have is for something that we are calling Black Stack, which is a single deck of cards that lets you put all of your games in one. We're about to go into printing soon, so if you want to play dominoes or your traditional cards, as well as other classics, all in one deck, um, you could be one of the first to get your flex deck at flexdeckcards.com. Thanks. The music you've heard on the background is an open source project by a group called Hatnote, made up of Stephen Laporte and Mohammed Hashemi. The project is called Listen to Wikipedia. The bells indicate additions and string plucks indicate subtractions from the website. 
pitch changes according to the size of the edit. The larger the edit, the deeper the note. It's a really cool project that I encourage you to check out at listen.hatnote.com. I can't believe you made it this far. <laughs>